So I have a sneaky suspicion that today is going to be a really popular lesson here at Daily Strides because today what we're dealing with is something that I think so many people struggle with and actually something that I have received numerous emails on in the past few months uh, regarding advice and that is getting a lazy horse to move off your leg. Now it sounds simple but yeah I think it may just be one of the most frustrating things when you're riding you're like pumping away up there and nothing is happening your horse is asleep and completely ignoring you so that's what we're going to delve into this week hi there guys my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to daily strides from strides for success where we create these audio horse riding lessons that you can download to your phone or your iPod or your mp3 player to wherever you want and you can listen to them as you ride your horse although a lot of people don't do that they listen in the car on the way to the barn or they also listen while they clean the house and um, but yeah we do create these we create five every week so there's one a day for you to use each or 12 minutes long and you can use them as either uh, standalone lessons or they can all slot together to make a full one hour riding lesson um, I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons and also how you can just get the basic membership which we have now but enough about that I think let's crack on with today now as I said guys we often when we're riding we come across this okay and you're on the horse you're kicking you're pumping you're going like a Boeing and you're just being completely ignored he's actually not paying a blind bit of attention to you and it's it's kind of it's frustrating and also it's exhausting um, it, it's not enjoyable to be on a horse that you're having to continuously just keep asking and asking and asking. And I think it's also equally as unenjoyable for the horse. Now, the thing is, there's a few things I want to look at before we actually get into this. Uh, the first thing is, have you considered having a look at your horse's health? And that would be the first thing I'd advise you to do if you have a horse that is perhaps extremely lazy or just ignoring you. And it sounds silly, but there could be something physically wrong. Maybe have a blood test run and um, have a look at his actual general condition and um, perhaps there's something to do with his teeth or something like that that you can also have a look at. Uh, the other thing would be maybe the environment or the weather. I know here in South Africa it gets incredibly hot some days and some of the horses legacy in particular he just does not like the heat he doesn't go well in the heat so maybe your horse is also there's some environmental factors or perhaps there could be something that is outside so perhaps something like he doesn't enjoy working on a particular surface because he doesn't feel confident or he feels maybe slightly unbalanced or he's going to slip on a particular surface so there's lots of weird things or your tack is a big one. The other thing is level of fitness. Often we forget that it is quite difficult for our horses to uh, to do the work we're asking of them. And we we kind of get a little bit over-enthusiastic in asking a wee bit too much. And uh, yeah, we, we make life, um, well, difficult for our horse. So once you have looked at all those factors and you I've come to the conclusion that none of them are actually what is going on here. Uh, there's two final factors, and that's what I really want to get into, okay? Now, the first one is, has he perhaps been trained to ignore your questions, okay, or just to ignore you as a rider? And the second one is, are you actually asking correctly, and are you allowing him to go forward, okay? So let's look, first of all, about ignoring uh, you as a rider. 
you know, horses are like people in many respects. They'll only do what they have to do. Um, they won't do anything more. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to be upset with me, but I have found it's my experience that geldings are perhaps a little bit more so like this than mares. A mare will, I think, always maybe try a little bit harder for you. Gelding, not so much. Um, but yeah, that they, they will only do what is asked of them. And often if we are not asking for any more, um, well, they're not going to give us any more. And then all of a sudden we're asking for something else and he's like, hold on, what's going on here? Um, the, I don't understand. I don't know. I, this is the status quo. I only do what I have to do and I'm not doing a tap more. And that is a bad habit. And I think it's a habit that is um, riders actually condition their horses to do that by the same principle not doing anything okay the other side of this coin is that you have novice riders and they don't really know what they are doing in the saddle okay could be down to having a lack of balance or a lack of control of their seat or their limbs maybe arms and legs going everywhere and what ends up happening is they end up becoming like a dripping tap okay their leg is like nag 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 or they end up squeezing 24 7 to hold on okay so they're like the, the poor horse is in this like vice grip um that is created by the rider's legs all the time and then the rider can't understand that when they actually want the horse to do something the horse cannot get the difference between the vice grip and actually being asked to do a, a specific movement okay but what will happen is if you're either the nagging the dripping tap the nag or this continuous squeeze, your horse will, like anybody who has a dripping tap, begin to ignore you, okay? They will, over time, just, they tune out. They look for something else. And then when you actually get to the point where you want to ask a question, or you want your horse to do something, they are just not listening to you. And you've trained them to do that, okay? So it's really, really important. I think it's one of the most important skills we can actually cultivate as a rider, is mindfulness. You need to know what you were doing, when you were doing it, and why you were doing it. And I think it's also important to bear in mind here that while you're riding your horse, you must carry yourself and your horse must carry his, himself, okay? You are not responsible for carrying him, but the same principle is applied here. He is also not responsible for you being slumped and slouched in the saddle either, okay? So it is a, it's teamwork. It's, a, it's a very much a team sport. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very important to bear that in mind. But um. I think really, really focusing on that mindfulness uh, as a rider and kind of being aware of what you're doing and when you're doing it is really, really uh, important in getting what you want from your riding and actually getting your horse to understand and to move off your leg when you want it. Now, the last part of that equation that we spoke about is, are you asking correctly and then are you allowing your horse to go forward, okay? Now, often with novice riders, I've seen the arena they are asking two different questions at once, okay? And what I mean by this is they put their leg on and they give like a huge kick, <laughs> huge. But at the same time, it, there's that knee-jerk reaction where their hands end up pulling at the same time, okay? And it might not be a, a very obvious movement, but there is a movement there. And I remember your horse and um, their mouth is so sensitive that that is all amplified and magnified as it goes down those reins. So while you actually are asking your horse to move on, and I really don't agree with these huge hey-ho kicks, okay? But if you're, if you're asking your horse to move forward, but then at the same time you're applying the handbrake, 
Can you kind of imagine how your horse might get a bit confused? And your horse probably being the kind soul he is, decides, okay, I, she obviously doesn't know what she's doing, so we'll rather won't go anywhere, just in case the situation gets worse. Um, so yeah, you have to be really, really, really aware of what you're asking and that you're asking correctly, okay? The other part of asking correctly, I see people with their legs. They, they you know, to ask a horse to go forward, your leg has to be, first of all, in the correct place okay so it has to be underneath you um but then secondly it has to be used correctly so it's almost an upwards and inwards motion um if you can imagine you were going to lift your horse's tummy up with your your lower legs you wanted to to drape them and to wrap them around your horse's sides and then you're just going to lift his tummy up a little bit to ask him to move forward okay that is the movement. Now, what I often see people do is they swing their leg. So all they actually end up doing is polishing this really nice patch on their horse's side, either side, okay? They actually, their, their leg, they just bend it from the knee and they swing. And they're like, no, but I'm kicking. No, you're not. You're swinging, okay? Two completely different movements. Um, and the other thing is you should never swing your leg, okay? If you are going to bring your leg back, it should be from your hip, not from your knee very important but yeah they swing their leg back it ends up that they lose their their stirrups or their, their foot goes too far into the stirrup so actually when the horse does go into the trot if the horse is a kind soul and decides okay well I think this is what they're asking for and he goes into the trot they end up losing their balance and then depending on the reins to balance and then of course applying the handbrake again which it's this whole cycle that just carries on and on and on so yeah it's very important now I touched on there allowing him to go forward and I think that is the last piece of this puzzle that when you ask correctly with your legs so now you've made sure your your leg is underneath you you're asking correctly you have to then be prepared for that forward momentum that is going to happen when your horse actually goes forward. So whether it be he just picks up a more active walk or whether it be he does a walk to counter transition, whatever the case is, you have to be prepared. And this comes back to this um, principle that I mentioned just earlier about you carrying yourself. That is really important, guys, okay? You cannot be dependent on your horse to... Well, to balance you, first of all, but then also to carry you along. You have to be able to have enough, I suppose, presence of mind, first of all, and then mindfulness of your body to be able to allow the energy then to move forward in a, I suppose, a fluent and a fluid way that you are just staying with your horse. It's like dancing. We always say that, um, that you're following your partner. That is what you are doing. And it's important that you are prepared for that and you're ready to follow. So as you're not punishing your horse, for actually doing what you're asking them to do in the first place. Guys, this is so, so important. And I think um, training your horse to move off your leg and even a horse that has been perhaps dead to the leg for quite a while, it's definitely, definitely possible to get them back up. And that's what we're going to be covering. Now, tomorrow, uh, I, I want to chat specifically about uh, how to use your leg, when to use your leg, and then, if necessary, backing up the leg with some artificial aids. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be talking about our position and our seat. And are we actually allowing our horse to move forward? Are we telling him to move forward? Um, and what we're doing when he moves forward? And then Thursday, we're going to talk about transitions. And I think once we have, I suppose, nailed down or really, really gotten focused on the fact that we are asking correctly and then we are allowing it to happen underneath us, we need to then work on ways that we can 
I suppose, rev up our horse and encourage him to use himself more as you're actually riding on him. And that's what we're going to be talking about Wednesday um, or Thursday, if you've already gotten all those other things in place. What you can do is you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com and you can sign up there. There is a 30-day trial. You get all the lessons. Or if you want to just have a well, a little listen to what we're up to and all about, you can sign up there for the um, free series that we have, Riding in Smaller Spaces. It's three lessons that are there for you. It's free. Just let us know where to send them and we will get them off to you. Guys, have an awesome day and I will see you all tomorrow. Be good. Bye. Bye.